Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and I am joined today by Joseph George. What is up, homie? What's up? Glad to be here. It is always a pleasure. And it is always a pleasure to have you, buddy. And we're finishing off February already. Feels like it went by so quick, February. Mm-hmm. Uh, last movie of February, the year is 1978. Obviously, so far in this month, we have hit a 75 with Jaws, 76, Taxi Driver, and in 77, we did a live commentary of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. The year's 1978. What a month. What a month. What a month indeed. And I can say this did not disappoint. We're doing the 36th Chamber of Shaolin uh, for, for for this week, uh classic kung fu movie just beautiful it's fully like i get it i get why this is up there as the top of martial arts movies like i get it like the first 30 minutes of the movie you can be like okay you know this is it's good you know it's not really going it's it's just establishing the world basically you know extraordinarily foundational for our for our protagonist here and uh Mm -hmm. but man that like 40 minute mark from that moment on when he arrives at the temple from that moment on like it's just something it's beautiful that man oh what a man what a fucking man and i just love how this like you know what let's lay the let's lay the groundwork for the people here Uh, Mm um The 36th Chamber of Shaolin premiered February 2nd, 1978 in Hong Kong. Uh, it just keeps happening. We just happen to be covering movies that happen to come out <laughs> during the month that we discuss them. Uh, written by Quang Ni and directed by Lao Kar Lung. Uh, this was a special movie. Like, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, like, from the jump. Like the credit sequence, we see Gordon Liu, the actor here, uh, just doing his fucking thing. Not mm-hmm. in like, not actually setting the stage really for the movie in any way, shape, or form. Once you get to the end of it, it's just kind of like we're gonna show you what this all kind of culminates in. This is this is the goal here up front, mm-hmm. and I've uh, learned. That this uh, director, um, his movies are very much about the character's journey and not about like the the story too much. Because I watched this on um, like it's on Amazon Prime, it's on yeah. Prime Video, and the ending it just seemed very abrupt. It seemed like there was maybe like a cut 
or like something cut out of the movie almost it seemed you know like yeah he like goes that, from where, defeating like, he goes from defeating him like with a headbutt to the stomach <laughs> and we cut straight to him having the 36th chamber yeah and uh, i i immediately like after the movie was over i was like okay i gotta know if like there was some footage lost or like what's up but i'm like i still love like i don't know the ending i thought was still great and everything but i'm like did i miss like was there part of the movie that i just missed or something well but, it's uh, interesting because like it seems <laughs> it seemed to me like you know he's he's sent away from the shaolin temple and they're like don't come back until you have this full like you get you got you got a roster of people that want to come back and stuff and then you know he goes on his own little revolutionary spree where he he aids in taking down the uh taking down the manchurians uh, which was an absolutely awesome arc in this movie. I absolutely loved it. I uh, love the revolutionary spirit, as always. Anti-imperialism is just a very easy concept to get behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we end with him fighting the guy. Mm-hmm. And we end with a headbutt to his stomach, and then it's like, you know what? Everyone back at the temple's like, you know what? He did it. Let's yeah. go ahead and give him the 36 chamber. And I think that's just kind of like the understood thing. That's just kind of it. It's like, damn, this dude really ran through our entire thing in five years that we've been training our entire lives for. Right. Uh, this dude's like killing it. He's the, like the movie's basically a training montage, you know, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's just character development. Like it's literally, that's all the movie is. It's basically a coming of age story in martial arts form. And, like, just seeing every time, you know, he gets a little better at not being so arrogant um, whenever he fails, you know, like. Right, at first, he gets humbled. Yeah, he, he gets very humbled. He's very, you know, the first couple times he fails, he's very angry at himself and, you know, he he it gets to him. But then, like, he gets it. By the time, like, he's carrying uh, the water cool. with the knives. Yeah. And what a like, fucking exercise that is, dude. That Each one of these exercises, it's like brutal, but they make sense. It's well, kind yeah, of they absolutely like, make sense. It's like it's it, just a brutal it's the way to go. Quickest about way it. Yeah. for you to get it. Yeah, like wrists. Like imagine how strong that like these guys' wrists are, and their foot, like their muscles, like they like these are strong people. Like, yeah. like bodybuilders don't like Mac. You know, it's like not the same kind of strong. Like bodybuilders yeah they they just go to a gym lift some weights and do everything but like these dudes were either getting it's stabbed like in their stomach or, oh yeah. yeah it's like anything is easy to them now like going through that like once after you've been through this it's like what what's uh what's going to the gym and doing like a a 400 you know like that, that's like nothing compared to getting stabbed or you know, like your getting, arms getting, getting stabbed, stabbed. If, you, if you couldn't, you know, do your job. Like if you fail, it's gonna hurt. Like I don't know. Yo, and the simple exercise of having to keep your head still and move your eyes back and forth and not be compelled to accidentally move. And like even watching sitting at home, you're compelled to move your head with it because that's what the human instinct is in that moment. Once it gets to a certain speed. One of my notes, I uh, so like whenever I got that he was gonna have to just go through many many trials and that like we we're just gonna see him just go, like uh, I was like, um, 
like the I said like wow they're really like focusing on each muscle group or one thing and just blowing it to the max like you're going from no wrist strength to like the strongest wrists in the world you know so yeah. so like arms and then wrists like made sense but then they go eyes and they made eyes badass like they somehow made looking you know just eye movements like badass and then like moving on to the head I just started laughing whenever I saw these people just headbutting. I'm like, no chance this is happening. Well, like, and here's the thing is that like that part is far and away the most asinine part. That man, <laughs> the dude said, what you're collapsing already. Of course he's collapsing, bro. He has a concussion. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no way around that, you know, like no matter who you are as a human, you can only strengthen your skull and head that way. Like, no one works out their head, you know? Right. Like, that's just – that's a mental battle right there. That's like you just got to power through. I don't even – I don't even know. That's the only one that's like – I don't even – I don't think this exercise is truly the way to go about uh, strengthening your head. I don't know. I don't think it is either. But uh, I think it is uh, in the long term quite damaging. Uh, (laughs) Now that you say that, yes, it probably would do way more harm. No, it definitely would do way more harm than good. There's like whole like CTE and stuff like (laughs) we know stuff about football now. We know you're not supposed to hit your head a lot. That's true. Uh, yeah, this was just this was like them being like, all right, we're going to teach you a bunch of stuff. Uh, now forget all of it. Uh, Even the master's head was all, all you bruised just, and man. cut the fuck up, just mangled. The uh, I wonder if when swords clash, if this is what they actually sound like. Because choosing this sound, if they had to choose this sound and it's not the like legitimate sound. I find it hard to believe because it's such an unenjoyable sound. Right. Like, uh, I feel like this is like, I don't know. I feel like this has to be what swords actually sound like when they clash. I don't know. Like, uh, cause I, I'd be willing to bet it is just because, or like at least the metals they've got clanging together on, mm-hmm. on screen there. Cause man, that was the only part of the movie where I'm like, I, I could just, I just had to like turn it down a little bit in some like sword fights. Cause it was just like, eh. Ooh, like this, it was like, super loud. Too. Yeah, like, and they it was made that, piercing. That, but yeah, um, that was that was definitely some uh, interesting. Like the audio work in this movie is just it's really fascinating because there's like an obvious amount of like ADR, like at like adding the sound after the fact, mm-hmm. like uh, even with like a lot of lines, it seemed that that was the case. Um, so it. it it was an interesting like separation between what I was watching and what I was hearing at times. It didn't feel like it was like lining up and uh, that, that could just be a, a product of the fact that it's a foreign film. And I'm, I'm that's true. I mean, like I, I speak English comparing that to something more in today's age. Like I watched squid game initially in English dub. And there are some parts where you can get easily disconnected. Like when characters are screaming for their lives or like, um, you know, as you see on screen, like you expect a deep, horrif- horrifying scream, and then someone in a booth can only do so good, you know, like trying to English dub like a horrific 
scream of getting stabbed in the stomach, you know, something along the lines. But then you watch Squid Game like in the original audio, which is with English subtitles, and you're like, this is just a better experience. And yeah, I, I it, wish it always is. Yeah, I it wish I wish I could have uh like watched this in the original audio. I don't even know uh Oh like, did you, there was did no you watch option. it in an English dub? Yeah. There was no option to even switch it. Um, oh no shit. I that's I, I got it on D V D. So I did watch it in the uh Dang in the original audio. But even then it was an obvious amount of ADR. Ah, really? Uh, yeah, mm. like at least it seemed that way. And that also could just be the difference in quality like this wasn't a high budget film there's a there's a good chance that the the audio just wasn't that good and mm. it all sounds kind of and it's also on dvd it's not a modern that's true. cleanup like it's a it's an old it's an older so the formatting is probably important there too uh hmm. but yeah i really i really really enjoyed it regardless uh oh yeah and it it the... really is just just like you get to the 40 minute mark and the rest of the movie is him training and then there's like 20 to 30 minutes at the end where he's he's like all right let me put this to and, use <laughs> and yep like actually there's, there's doing what a, he wants there's to there's such do. a clear goal from the beginning he gets it he he just rises through the ranks it's it's all about seizing the power man it's it's giving the power back to the people and i absolutely love that kind of message mm. it i just love this culture the culture like the respect of the like your teacher like look like we look at our teachers as like uh you kind of like hate your teachers but you don't really care it's just like they're your teachers you know like they're just certainly, your teachers. And, and it's certainly the attitude in in our culture uh that uh there's there's a lot of stereotypes about teachers being like well if you couldn't do it you taught it yeah uh, and i think that's i think that's mad unfair but yeah. Like it's definitely it's definitely a perspective. I just feel like I don't know have like teachers in like Asian cu- cultures like they're looked at with like the utmost respect. Like you learn a lot from your teachers. Like like important lessons, you know, like yeah. life lessons. Like we we did too, but like we don't have that like respect level to where we put it like to any. Like in, it holds any weight, like in in like what we think, sort of. No, I feel you. I feel you for sure. But ah, uh, like I just this like I just love Japanese culture in specific. Uh, like I will live in Japan for a part of my life. Like I hope I do. Like that is a mm. goal of mine. Um, and just like I just love the whole philot like. Buddhism, like I'm not a religious person, but like just the virtues and philosophies of Buddhism are cool. Um, gotcha. And uh, I don't know, I just love this sort of stuff. And I'm I'm glad like that I've watched like this is my first like real watch of a martial arts movie, like classic martial arts movie. Gotcha. And I'm glad I could start with this one because this one was just right oh, up my alley. Pla- it's a perfect yeah. place to jump in, and like. Uh, story wise just it, it's also interesting because this is kind of a mythic telling of an a real period in history mm-hmm. uh it's definitely making it much more fantastical sort of vibe uh it feels but like these are very real stories you know like rebellions happen and how do they happen against evil empires like that's that's how it goes i love the archetypical storytelling here and 
uh, kicking it off with that with that man who uh, who was like clearly they did a good job in such little time expressing that he's the one you're probably rooting for. And that's that's just through music and visual storytelling because they don't expressly state who's on what side at all. It's just kind of like mm. they, they did a really good job of just cueing you in to what was happening without expressly stating what was happening. That's true. Uh, yeah, and I really appreciated that. Things happened with a purpose. And that was like the mm. whole, kind of the whole point of the, the training, too, is that like these tasks might seem mundane or useless on the surface level, but then like by just doing them like you understand like you automatic you're automatically getting that basis for what we're about to get into i just and i struggle to find i feel like there's a word for this but i every time i try i fail but it's like secondhand badassery um and i i don't know if there's a word for that but I think like it's just, i think it's just being proud hmm Okay. Like it's just being yeah. like I'm proud of this character. Like I, yeah, like I feel that. Like yeah, you get behind him and you're like you're really rooting for him. You're like, dang, this dude's owning it. Like he he's got like great motivation, you know. And then like, because I thought he was just gonna like learn kung fu, go back and just like murder spree. Is like at at first what I thought like that's probably kind of what he was thinking too. Like yeah. before he learned like what everything was about the values and everything. But then when he's like, whenever the master asks him like, Hey, what chamber would you like? He's like, I would like some time. And then immediately is like, I want to teach everyone. I want to open this up. I was like, Oh my God. Like, let's go. I didn't like, I, it didn't click that. That's what he was like going to do. Or like, Oh, and they set, they actually do set that up pretty early on where, uh, where the teacher himself is actually saying like, it's, it's unfair that they won't help because if the mm-hmm. people had that power, they could fight back. Mm. And, I just uh, didn't think that he would, uh, cause the movie being called the 36th chamber of Shaolin, like, I'm like, okay, this dude is obviously creating some new chamber, like of the sorts, I just didn't piece it together that he would, it would be like the school, you know, like opening it up. I didn't think that would, gotcha. be, I thought he, I thought it was just going to be his three, like his weapon that he made basically. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, he would just teach people the way of the tri nunchuck or yeah. whatever. I don't know what to No, call it. it was like the whole chamber is just everybody learning it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, everybody doing the other 35 chambers all in one chamber. That'd be sick. That that would be like he, he if he was just like I'm the best you guys have ever got. While I'm here, let me just teach all of you everything. <laughs> don't don't give me just one chamber. Give me it all. I will run you through everything. But now nah, he's he he even humbled himself. You know he like still calls himself a junior monk. You know like oh yeah he's sti- like still very well. And it, it's interesting because. It, it goes from a point of there's this line early on in the movie that someone tells him it's like uh, you need to humble yourself in the in the enemy's rule. I think it might have been his dad uh, that might have said that, but I can't remember. Uh, you need to humble yourself hmm. under the enemy's rule. And it ultimately changes for him. It's not. I won't humble myself under the enemy's rule. I'll humble myself with my own, with my own power. 
you know, like I don't need to submit to them to humble myself. Mm. I can fight back and remain humble. Yeah. Which is every time he fought, he didn't do any of the killing other than I guess the last fight. I don't know if the headbutt killed him. I'm assuming that, that dude died. The implication that he just like headbutt him in the stomach. Assuming that dude's chest is a, just exploded for how strong this guy's head is in this universe. Right. You know, like yeah, that dude's dead for sure. Um, because he was already bleeding out beforehand too. Oh yeah, so, he like, was bleeding like he was spitting up blood, and it's like so I guess damn. he killed one guy, but like before, he killed the worst guy. You know, he yeah. said it's all. He said Buddhism will conquer all evil. Mm-hmm. He said even yeah, even Buddha punished evil, like. That that was a sick like sick line. Uh, what what line did I? Oh yeah, he said. Uh, like this, who was he fighting? It was the uh, not the main guy at the end, but the main guy right before. He was like the gen, not the general, but like the maybe the general. No, the he was like the head of. He was he was like a capo. Yeah, that whoever that guy was. I I for, how do. I don't know. I guess I really didn't think of what his role was in the movie. He was just like the boss. Like he's just one of like the. I don't know. Like no, an important. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to find his. I'm trying to find his name. General was it General Tao by chance? No, that's the guy. Tien Ta. That was the that was the guy at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the the guy after, um, his first pupil killed the dude for him. But before the end fight, so like the military leader guy, I think, no, he wasn't like him. I don't know what he was, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it. What the heck was that guy? <laughs> no, and, and that's the thing is that some of the story mechanics aren't the easiest to like, uh, or not, not difficult to follow, but like, uh, it's just really cut and dry. It's just like. Here's what he learned. Here's how he's using it. Mm. Yeah. Like, that- uh, and that's just, that's kind of the point. It's not really like it's the story kind of takes a, a backseat to the fact that he's perfected this and is going to teach it. I think like that's, that's kind of how I, I look at this movie. Like it's mm. more about that aspect of it. Oh as yeah. Opposed to, uh, uh, as much as I enjoyed the anti-imperial side of it and that they ultimately do win out, it seems, mm-hmm. uh, at least here locally, you know, it's probably a much grander thing going on than this one city. But uh, the way they managed to show, like, taking what he's learned and actually utilizing it, like, it was just done beautifully. Like, it wasn't, uh, I mean, it was a little forced, obviously, because they... They just had to show him learning. But yeah, like that learned. one, but, that but one scene seemed... where he's ex- expressly using the wrist thing, where he's holding it and beating the shit out of the dude with the stick from a distance. It was just like a ah, oh, like yes, like all of it's like the wax on, wax off, the yeah, painting yeah. the fence. Like it's it's the it's the same thing, you know. It's like yeah, all these little things coming together in real fighting. Like oh, it was just I don't know, it was sick. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the movie is whenever he's training to fight. The uh, the the man who ended up surrendering his post, he can take charge of any chamber. Uh, after he fights him within the uh, within the uh, temple, 
whenever he's training with the weapon before he designs his own. And he imagines how it would go. Ooh, that was and like sick. He, you you see him make the moves to go mm. do it, and then you see it in his imagination how it would happen, and then you go to the actual fight, and it doesn't go that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, that's some relatable shit right there, huh? That was sick. That whole like him just going back and forth, like I I have to beat this guy. How am I gonna beat him? He started with a staff, bro. That's what he started with. How humble is that? Dude has two swords and you're just I'll 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 take a staff, you know? Like Well, and what's interesting about the weapon he designed is that it's kind of like a an amalgamation of of a little bit of everything. It it provides you the mobility and the the spryness of the swords and kind of but it's, it's I blunt. wonder if like in reality if it's like a good weapon or not. Like I wonder if I don't know, like uh well, it's basically just adding a middle part to a nunchuck. But it seemed like, because nunchucks is like, you're really just trying to whack someone with them. But you could yeah, do a true. lot more with these, it seemed. That's true, because you can also do the whacking thing with it, but you can fight like it's a bow staff. Uh, it was interesting seeing the difference between, like, two monks fighting in which they respect each other. And, you know, they're not actually trying to kill each other. And then right. seeing when a monk wants to hurt that person, or, like can hurt that person you know yeah is like open, uh, is is conquering evil yeah like oh just when you see like the dude like he starts whacking him with you know like he gets like a whack on the back and then a whack like in the gut and then you just yeah. like blood and it's like oh yeah i forget like those things could actually do damage like you know if it's they, doing yeah, internal it's, damage yeah, to this like, man he's hitting him yeah, so it's hard. not a fight where it's like two monks respecting each other barely touching you know just getting the light touch on each other to prove yeah, how, that they can how many like, times did i tap you and he's 17, 17. times Ooh, yeah uh, like, uh, sure, uh, surely you would be dead if we were really and he, fighting well, and i think it was also kind of like a you should have stopped after one you lost we're good mm-hmm. we kept going you could have got hurt let's kind of rein it in a little bit man and and it was a uh, Whenever he eventually ended up beating him, he smiled, you know. He was like – He was he proud wasn't, of him. Yeah, he was proud. It was like I thought he was going to be pissed and like, oh, man, this guy doesn't – Well, because he, was he like, had that tone to him the whole movie. It seemed kind of like he was like, nah, let's let's be careful about this. And it really was that he just needed to feel like he was truly at the top, like he was truly that guy. Mm-hmm. And once you beat him, he's like, all right, fine. I mean, you know hey, what? that's fair. That's fair. If 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 that guy – he's been that guy for however long, you know, we don't know. He's probably one of the best wep- – you know, just fight – fighting people there. You know, that's his, that's his thing. Like, he yeah. fights. Like, and if this guy can't beat him, like, yeah, he shouldn't be. Like, it, it makes perfect sense, you know. Like, his – like – judgment of him was kind of coming from a fair place but like oh it, i just it makes it even better that in the moment that he loses he was like ah oh, like thank like he was just glad you know proud like i don't know it just made it so much better like no yeah i love that and uh i i think another really cool aspect of this movie is uh is actually that first uh, 40 minutes where like you know before before we get to the temple because, like, ultimately it really pays off. Like, that's what really sets up the whole story, the whole actual driving force of what's compelling you to listen and pay attention to what's happening instead mm-hmm. of just being like, wow, this is really cool fighting. Uh, however, it was <laughs> really, really cool fighting. 
but the amount of people who died so that he could make it to the temple mm. was like, damn. Like, this guy's clearly about to go on some sort of hero's journey. Like, they really... They gave him that tragic origin story. This imperial power came in. It stomped out his home. Kill, killed his dad. Killed his friends. Then he trojaned horsed up in there. Mm. Hid in a cart. That was, uh, but yeah, that, honestly, the now looking back on like the first half, like part of the movie, like remembering how much like it was just more like it, enjoyable I, to watch too. Like it, it it was actually like that was the most rewarding part of the movie story wise. Mm. You have like the, the three like it. stooges, you know, like three students just yeah. going around learning from their teacher. Absolutely. Uh, that was that, you know, like him, ch- like basically them being like free speech. Like they literally like flat out said, you know, like, sh- should it be wrong that I can't say what I want to say? And the teacher was like, all right, we have a revolution. Like, he, you know, just got, like, right into it. Was, it. Like, yeah, he was like, all was right, like, fine. All right. If y'all really want to be about right, it, we're organized. You can yeah. join the fight. That's a thing yeah. that can happen. Uh, and I loved I loved that. And uh, obviously I took, I took my notes uh, mm-hmm. only for the first several minutes of the movie, and then it was kind of like I don't really know what to take notes on. It's kind of simple from this point on. He's training, and it was, like, sick. <laughs> it was, like, four eight minute montages of him mm-hmm. training or eight four minute montages of him training different parts and it's just like all right cool like i'm in i really but, thought we were gonna get 35 like i i really thought it was gonna go every single chamber. every single like, chamber I, yeah but it, this was i think it worked well the way they did it but yeah uh, i i kick it off with uh the rings on his arms remind us of something relatively recently uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, that's dope. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if those actually hold a significance in some sort of Chinese culture. I would assume, and, uh, like, history. either for training or legitimate, like, uh, just defense. Like, having, like, having those rings, like, just makes your arm, like, your arms basically just can't get hit, hit with, like, with a sword that way, you know? Like, I wonder if it's more of, like, a, def- like, an armor. I also Damn. wonder if it's like just for the showmanship aspect of kung fu. Like mm-hmm. if you are if you are performing it the way he does in the opening montage, mm-hmm. maybe you rock those to get the sound effects in uh, and to make to make it look even prettier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. A, there's a second movie to this. I think I'm interested. There's also a third. I'm interested in what the thirty sixth. What's going on there? You know, that's some mad. That's some mad. Well, now we now we're in the thirty sixth chamber. Yeah, like, I, yeah. But he doesn't know the thirty fifth though, right? Like he still hasn't learned. Like they mentioned that before he left. He's like, you still don't know the way of the thirty fifth. Yeah. Like, you still haven't reached that level. You know, like that's like. Well, because he hasn't. Like I still don't know if the monks would exactly agree with what he did, which is why mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, he has the 36th chamber. Like it kind of came out of nowhere too for me because I was like, I don't know, that didn't seem like something they'd be all in in on, you know, mm-hmm. like uh maybe that's how the second movie starts, like him coming back and then like I wonder maybe, I, yeah, maybe. I wonder I wonder what the second movie's like, but uh I might have to watch now. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wonder, I like I like the protagonist. I'm all in on him now, you know what I'm saying? This is this was a sick movie. Like as a martial arts movie, definitely my favorite so far ever. 
um like as just a movie in general too like this is i don't know i just love this movie it was just great i really do too and you know it's 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 one of these that's probably gonna require the uh, not a ton of discussion it it was relatively simple in plot and it mm-hmm. uh it really is about how it reminded me of like a i don't know you ever watch like a a dance movie like step up or like a foot loose or stomp the yard or some shit where someone starts and they're a good dancer right mm-hmm. but but like throughout throughout the shit they're they're mastering that craft and by the, by the time they hit that last number you're like okay mm. This makes me feel like I want to get up and try to go learn how to dance. That's how that's how I felt about this. That's how you know, like it's like okay, that I was, was the like coolest. I almost wanted to like I've ever seen. Yeah, I almost wanted to like work out or do something. I don't know. Like uh, I was like, man, I I really don't do a whole lot. Like these guys went through hell. Like if if I saw like someone from Shaolin, I'd be like, dang. Like knowing what you went through, like I respect the hell out of you. You know, like I'm just here. Like. I don't got, I don't got not like, I don't got knives stabbing me in my gut. I don't got my wrist being stabbed trying to spin a blade wheel thing. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. man, my first note that I took, the thing that drew, drew like to open my phone was whenever he jumped across the wood, like for the first time and like just flew, like flew like graciously through the air, like beautiful, oh you know, like God. grabbed his like leg, like in the air, you know, I guess he, it was. He, and what, what was amazing is he never did another thing like that in the movie. Never once. Uh, he just, he jumped like six feet in the air, jumped on that, jumped another six feet in the air, and just like landed on the other side. And everyone was like, oh, bro, shit. did the thing where like. And, he... and bro never, ever took advantage of the fact that he could jump six feet that in the air. That he could again. Jedi jump. Yeah. Like, yeah. he grabbed his foot. Like, he, you know, the thing where like you jump over your own leg? He like yeah. did that for some reason. It like gave. For no him, reason yeah, at all. Like three times. Like, he just boink, boink, boink. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was the first thing that drove me to uh to take a note was I just said, "Excuse me, that boy flew." Was my note because um, <laughs> I mean it kind of was out of note. Like I just I don't know. Oh no, because like it was just like you watched him do the thing on the barrels like a couple seconds ago, and so you're just expecting him to run right across, and then he does that shit, and you're like, "What the Man. fuck?" One of one of the I think best quotes comes from this part of the movie. I don't don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. The wall may be low, but the Buddha is high. Like just like a, every time Mm. like a master like humbled him. I don't know. It was just really, I like just so many great lines, like throughout this whole movie. Um, I can't believe I didn't like write any of them down though, but uh, no. Yeah. I, uh, I, I realized just now that I didn't write any of them down. I, and I think I know how I'm gonna. I think I know how I'm gonna seal it off, though. Like mm. I think I've, I think I've got that. Ooh, but, uh, I didn't even think about that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this, I re- I just really really enjoyed it, and uh, I don't think it was like the best movie I've ever watched. Like it was, it was definitely simple. Uh, there were points where I was kind of. Uh, 
I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed the camera work and stuff. Like, it's not exactly what it's known for, but, like, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really appealing movie to look at. There were some interesting choices at points, but it was, like, like that last editing thing where he headbutts him, <laughs> it makes an awkward cut, and then headbutts him in the stomach and makes another awkward cut, and then we're just at the 36th chamber. See, like, that's that's, like, a good example of something where I'm just kind of like, I don't get it. Uh, so apparently it, it, it this, automatically... this director that he does that in every single one of his movies, he's known for having really bad fake blood and oh, I love his endings blood, are though. abrupt is what he's known for. And, uh, but he like, it makes sense. Like he, his movies are all focused on just the character, just the character development. Like yeah. all you need to know is that what you he saw. defeated the guy. He has his 36 chamber. That's what happened. You know, it was literally like what you need to know he shows basically at the end. Um, I don't know. I, I every, like every movie that we've watched, like so far, the opening credits or like the ending has had something cool to it. Like it's different. Like MASH, the, uh, the credits, you know, where it like yeah. announced all of them. Like that, yeah, like that, that, was, that was, was cool. Badass. Um, like openings to some movies like have been cool and that's kind of I, a common trend like in a movie that's like a classic or like uh the best of the year they usually have something about the movie that is different than like everything else you know like yeah. and it's usually the ending or the opening um like Star Wars the opening for that like you like, ever seen ha- the crawl before ha- I I'm curious if like that was one of the like I know movies have opened up with, like, text before. Like, obviously, Star Wars wasn't the first yeah. movie to do that. But, like... The specific style and the crawl. Yeah, and yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Um, But, man, yeah, I just... This movie was just cool. It was just a really good watch. Like, definitely we'll be re-watching this um, at some point. Oh, absolutely. Um, gonna probably watch all the rest of these movies now. Um, oh, I, I'm, I'm there. And... For sure. Did you... Get any Star Wars visions, Mandalorian uh, vibes? Uh, of course, of course. Uh, I think that I think that uh, that's just inherent in the samurai kung fu uh, genre. It influenced the shit out of Star Wars. It just—I mean, like specifically in the scene where he's out and he has his own students now and they have like that powder that they they're all up like on the roof oh um, yeah it, it reminds you of the the setting in the jedi that that specific that episode. one yeah it reminded me of that and then like whenever um mr magistrate what was it something it reminded me of the storyline of where mando and ahsoka um like freed that one town um mm. Yeah, yeah, like with the magistrate, like f- bringing her away from like the town to fight the the magistrate, like you know, and like having everything else going on. Like I, I just felt, uh, I don't know, I, I didn't know if it was pulled from this or anything. Well, and but I mean, just, like, I got the vibes. Star Wars brain going, you know. I know this isn't the the first time this is Star Wars isn't the first time this was ever done because this was actually, I mean, chronologically before Order sixty six, but you know master telling the son to run get away from here this pa- this power is putting their foot down and we have to get away uh 
Like it, something as simple as that make, makes me make a Star Wars connection. Hmm. Uh, and I don't think that it is uh, expressly there, but because we're Star Wars fans, I'll always bring it back to that in some way. I know George, like, he, I know he pulled a lot of inspiration from martial arts movies. Like, I just don't know if this movie in specific was one that he has mentioned before. Um, but I don't know. I felt I felt like a lot of, uh, I don't know, maybe martial arts movies just have, like, the general inspiration that they all bring to, like, um, other other types of media. Like, just the storylines of martial arts are pretty similar. Um, a young, you know, upcoming student that eventually masters everything and whatever their life problem is at the time, they resolve that life problem. And like The Karate Kid. Yeah. Yeah, so, like... I get the. I don't know. Maybe that's why martial arts movies are just so beautiful. It's just because the story is like. Just well, they're beautiful. they're coming of age stories in the in one of the most exciting ways possible, uh, which uh, is always really just really entertaining to see, and especially one that unfolds over the course of years, like we saw here. Like they they expressly state that his training takes a while. He doesn't mm-hmm. just he get was, all this immediately. He, he was he sweeping for a year. Some early shit. Yeah, he breezes through some early shit in months, and then like a couple, like thirty to forty minutes later, they're like, "It's been five years," and you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, whenever uh, he was sweeping uh, the leaves or like raking the leaves, and the teacher came up to him and he's like, "How long have you been here for?" And he's like, "A year." And I was like, "Whoa, this dude's like, dang, he's already been here for a year." And he's like, "He's a student, and then, student." Yeah, yeah. And, and then he's like, uh, "I haven't even learned any martial arts yet. Like, what's up?" You know, like, and then he's like, oh, you can learn any time. Like, uh, I, I just thought that was you hilarious. Just had like, to ask, yeah, man. just had to ask any uh, any place where you'd like to start. I knew, like, obviously the dude's like, yeah, right at the top, 100%. And I'm like, oh, okay, this dude's about to be humbled okay, real guys. quick. Yeah, I, I, like, I knew where they were going with, uh, from, from that conversation where he's like, where would you like to start? I'm like, yeah, this dude's about to get humbled really quick. Real fucking quick. And uh, I guess my only gripe— I respect the ambition, but it's like, you got to learn. My only gripe is that we didn't get enough of that 35th chamber, I think. I'd like to—I just want to know what's going on there, like, with the— uh, You, like, use the force on this man. We hear no sounds. We see no color. Like, you know, like, they were, like—they were— they, they got, were reciting the sutra, you know. They were uh, they were doing. There's some shit there. I I like. I will watch this second movie, and I hope that that is what it is about. Like, uh, I hope, or at least I hope it's not like the whole movie, but I hope like it's. It's I a hope part it's of involved. It. Yeah, I hope so um, too. That'd be badass. I mean, like he's still got to learn it. You know, like it'd be it makes sense if that's what he went ahead and learned. Left, yeah, like. Hmm. But yeah, man, shit. I don't really have a lot else to say about this movie. It really is a it really is a pretty simple one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got much? I, I loved the score. Mm. Uh, there, I felt like there was definitely a certain influence it had on uh, on certain aspects of other uh, soundtracks in Star Wars. Uh, to a degree, like there was there was actually a specific point, and I wish I could remember the tune now. Where like they were doing something, and I was like, "Oh, I feel like I've straight up heard this before," mm. in in Star Wars. So like, uh, mm. I I'll have to go find that point in the movie again and try and articulate it later. But it's I I was I really enjoyed the soundtrack. That was that was another aspect of this movie I really enjoyed. 
And this, uh, I guess, being a foreign film, it probably didn't win any American awards. No, it didn't. Um, it didn't. Mm. No Oscar nominations. There's not even a no- awards and nominations section on the IMDb page. So uh, that's rough. But I did really, really, really enjoy this movie. I mean, I enjoyed it more than I, I enjoyed watching Taxi Driver a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly. That's for sure. <laughs> But uh, do we enjoy it as much as a Star Wars? At, I mean, I, I mean, as much as a Jaws? Like, we gave both I, of them I, a five. I wouldn't say I was all the way up there. Hmm. Uh, I, I bring it down just a couple, like, re- real slightly. Uh, are we just going ahead and going to the rating here? I mean, I, I don't I don't have uh, uh, anything else to say. I'm trying to find anything else. Um, oh, I think I'm good. Yeah, think, like, uh, it was, it's, it's a real cut and dry story. Mm-hmm. I love the development. I love the martial arts. Uh, and just like it's just kind of like a love letter to it. That's just kind of all it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't just show you the product. It shows you how he got there. It shows you the intensity of the training and it. And that aspect of it, I really, really appreciate. Uh, but yeah. The enjoyment level here is certainly higher than Taxi Driver, but it's it's I mean like if we're comparing it to like how much I enjoyed watching Star Wars or I enjoy watching Jaws, it's just not it's just not quite there, you know. Uh, uh, not not down a lot though. I'd go around the four point five. Like I enjoyed it a lot, a lot, but uh, I can't comfortably. It's like a different high. kind of enjoyment. It's like yeah. uh, yeah, with Star. I mean Star Wars, it's obvious. Like uh, we're going to enjoy that. No matter what, like, uh, it's just yeah. fantastic. But, like, Jaws was just, like, it's just fantastic. It was just a great movie. Like, I don't know, like, I don't even know. There was more to, story mechanics and, yeah. and character development for multiple characters. It really is about one character's journey here. And I appreciate that. But you lose a little bit for me, just com- comparatively to, like, the way they expand on Leia, Luke, Han, and... The way you expand on Brady and Hooper and uh, fucking, oh, what was his name? Working class hero. The, of. Quint. Oh, Quint. Quint. Oh, of Jaws. Okay, I was like, I didn't Jaws. know who you were were going for. I thought you were no, just I was naming just going all characters Jaws, in the previous Jaws movies. cast okay. there. Uh, uh, but yeah. So yeah, four point five yeah. in the enjoyment category there. I'm you, right there with you. Me? Yeah, I was. Uh, oh, it was too low to give it like a four. I'm like, I enjoyed it more than a four. Oh, certainly. And I'm like, I'm not a five, and I'm like, yeah, probably right, just right in the middle of like a a four and a five. I'd say that's about right. Um, as a genre, as a martial arts film, though, they knew how to like level up his skill slowly. Like yeah. the wrist thing, like uh, you got like he had his grip was very far up initially, and then you like jump to them grabbing at the end of the thing, and you're like, oh damn! Like there's so many of those moments, like like uh, holy crap! Like they knew how to make the training feel intense and like ramp up eat, like every step of the way. Absolutely, um, the fights had purpose and like story behind them. And that's like in a martial arts film. That's what I like. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for just cool fights for fight's sake. Like a fight's supposed to tell a story, and that's why like Shang Chi 
is like a beautiful martial arts movie because the fights are literally like dances like they're beautiful yeah. like it, and they have perfect storytelling like and this movie's no different like every fight had a purpose to it and beautiful story behind it i, I mean I, as a martial arts film i i can't really give five this yeah i can't give it anything other than a five out of five so i'm glad uh, i glad i'm glad you agreed there when i'm not just speaking out of thin air there but uh yeah, it was beautiful. Now, as a film, I haven't really given this much thought. Um, I'm pretty high on it. Yeah? Like, overall, I think uh, it's definitely, like, what? We've given we've given something like a 2.5 before, right? MASH. Mm-hmm. MASH. It's definitely not there. It's definitely no. above that. Oh, yeah. Uh, at least a point above that, at the absolute least. Uh, I was comfortable in my head going 4 out of 5. Uh I'd be, I'd be willing, I'd even be willing to go up with that. I'd be willing to go down with that. It's just somewhere, it's just somewhere in that range. Okay. Well, I guess this being the last one of February, let's just look at our other February movies uh, let's to, do it. to let's, get a get comp. a basis. Uh, Jaws as a film, we give a four point eight. Taxi Driver as a film, four point one, and Star Wars a five. So, as a film, do you think this is better than Taxi Driver? No, no. Yeah, and I don't think so either. So it's at most a four-one. At, at most, and then I'd go at most a four. Yeah, because uh, I'd say it's definitely at, at least point one yeah. below Taxi Driver. Yeah. So uh, that narrows it down a little bit. So it does. It does plenty, actually. That so helped, that helped between me a lot. Three point five, basically, and a four. And and I'd go on the high end there. What if we just like went like three point eight five? Really, really, really fucked it up there. Just what a, really took really took liberties with our scaling system. Yeah, we I mean we could even do like a three point eight seven if we want to get crazy with it. You know, like uh, <laughs> don't even give it a five or a zero. But I think like a a three eight around like three eight five. Yeah, three eight three eight's good. Three oh, I'm down good. to go three eight five. I like. <laughs> on my Excel sheet, I have it to two decimal places. Um, well, let's do it. Three eight five is cool. Um, so yeah, uh, that feels kind of right too. You know, it uh, yeah, three eight five out of five feels I mean, fitting. It gives it an overall score of a four point four five. Feel good about that. Which yeah, I think that uh means it overall better than Taxi Driver, which I agree with. Like as a film, no, but like overall enjoyment for the oh genre. yeah overall like, enjoyment and genre fulfilling it's definitely there it's definitely there and uh puts the month average even with the hit of taxi driver puts it above the month of january um, what a month the month average is 4.45 as well it is the same as our 36 chamber overall rating and the okay. january's is 4.22 so uh mash really gave that thing a fucking hit huh yeah it did yeah mash 2.2 or 2.67 as an overall so uh (sighs) it really did tank but yeah we had aged poorly it just did yeah i don't know but this uh was a a great month we had a lot of like even with just four movies had a lot of diff of wide variety of movies Every movie really was wide drastically different than the last. Jaws, Taxi Drivers, Star Wars, and the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. What a fucking month. I guess. 36th 
36 Chamber of Shaolin, like, you can put Luke in here, and it's kind of the same. Like, No, yeah, like, I, 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 I like, was making those connections, you know, the yeah, development like, in a specific set of... Uh, like, yeah, Obi-Wan uh, teaches him what he needed to know, and, and went out, yep. destroyed the Death Star, movie over, you know? Like, it's... There you go. It's kind of, uh, yeah, so I guess... If there is any similar movie here, it's Star Wars and 36 Chamber, but still, um, widely different movies. Um, but yeah, I, this, this was a, a great month. It, uh, great month for expanding the horizons, even though Star Wars was one of them. And I've already known Star Wars my whole life. But, uh, the other three were very, I don't know, very nice to welcome, watch and very welcome. Welcome yeah. surprises. Oh yeah, mm. aren't surprises uh, one always... of which not not entirely welcome. Oh, that's a Hawkeye line. Yeah, I was thinking it was in this movie, but no, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was like, aren't all surprises um, unexpected or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 Um, but, but yeah, what a what a good movie. What a good movie. Where did it leave us in the overall score for four point four five? Shaolin. Mm-hmm. That's correct. All right. Four point four five. Well, yeah, that sounds right to me. I'm there. Uh, that's it for the month of February, and that's it for the seventies. Wait, that's not true. We kick off March with nineteen seventy nine next week, baby. One last seventies movie. Yes, Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. One last seventies. Uh, so movie. we're we're ramping it back up with a Francis Ford Coppola flick. Uh, a long one again. Another three hour. Trek, I believe, if I if I remember correctly. Mm. So I'm um, I'm really looking forward to that. Hell yeah. If you would head to patreon.com slash corobloom where you'll find well over twenty one hours of exclusive content at this point with a bunch of artwork I put over there and all that money goes back into making sure that I can put on this here podcast. Uh I don't do any ad sales, so it's it's it it this is definitely costing me money at the moment. So uh that's much appreciated, and because I love doing this, and I'll keep doing, I'll keep putting up the money. I'll keep putting up the money if I absolutely fucking need to. But if I didn't have to, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, if you also would go follow on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, where you'll get updated on what we're doing week to week, uh, movie by movie. Uh, if we ever have a change of plans from what I say here on the podcast, what'll be next week? Uh, like, if for some reason 1979 doesn't end up being Apocalypse Now, which it will, I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say it will, uh, you would find out on Twitter that it wouldn't be that. If we wanted to go and change it to Mad Max or some random shit like that, uh, I think that's a 79 movie. Can't believe that's the one I pulled out of my ass. Uh, but yeah. If you would, go follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. I was Colton Robertson, joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. And never humble oneself under the enemy's rule. Hmm.